0: All sin, how we shout, how we will sing when the redeemed are gathered in. Praise God. Oh, I'm looking for that city. Praise God. The Apostle Paul says, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep that you saw not, even as others which have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again Which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. When the redeemed are gathering in, washed like snow. Free from all sin, oh, how we'll shout, how we'll sing when the redeemed are gathering in. I'm looking for that city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Hallelujah, praise God. I'm looking for that place. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels are beckoning me from heaven's open door, and I cannot feel at home in this world anymore. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're going to a better place Thank God for the blood this morning. Uh, Praise the name of Jesus. Uh, Glory and honor and power and might and righteousness and holiness. Uh, Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. I'm looking for that city. Praise God. When the redeemed are gathered in, You may be seated this morning. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. We want to get right into our lesson again this morning. Amen. We've been talking from the epistle of Jude. Amen. Excuse me. And so we've been following Jude here now for a couple of weeks, and we've already seen that Jude is the Apostle Thaddeus. He's the brother of James. Amen. And so he has something to say to us and bring us into remembrance. Last week, he told us who he was. Amen. And he says he's a servant of the Lord. He's been sanctified, he's been preserved, and he's been called, man, amen, just like us, aren't we, amen, we've been as servants of the Lord, we have been sanctified, we've been washed in the blood by the Lamb of Jesus Christ, we're preserved unto the coming of the Lord Jesus, we're called, amen, to go into the, all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature, and we have this same mission if you realize, amen, once we are born again, everyone in the church has the same mission. That's why Jude wants us and they warn us constantly of this common salvation. Amen. We all have been born again of the water and the spirit. We've all obeyed Acts 2.38. Amen. According as Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, repent uh, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise is to you and to your children and to all there are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So we've been called to this kingdom. Peter tells us in verse Peter two nine that we are chosen generation. We are royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are peculiar people, amen, that we should show forth the praises of him which has called us out of darkness unto his marvelous light. Uh, Amen. So Jude last week, he talked about this common salvation, amen, and then we got to the point there. Where Jude begins now, uh, he wants to remind us. Amen. And that's key, you know, because people, uh, we have a tendency to forget. (laughs) Can I put it that way? We have a tendency a lot of times to forget what God has done for us. You know, we we can be on fire for God. We can be living for God. And then all of a sudden we just start forgetting, you know, what God has done. And so we have to have those reminders. And that's why churches is so important. That's why the gospel is so important that, you know, we, we preach the gospel. We preach Jesus Christ. We've got to keep the mission. When I was in the army, that was the the overall aspect of everything was to keep the mission before the soldiers so they would never forget. Amen. And it's the same way in the church. We've got to keep the mission before the people and the mission of the church is the whole gospel to the whole world by the whole church amen everybody's got a part and you've got to keep fulfilling your part you can't Say, well, I'm not important today. This is what Paul is saying to the church of Corinthian. The hand can't say, I don't need the eye. And the ear can't say, I don't need the the nose and all these pieces. Every piece fitly framed together builds the temple. Amen. So I need you. You need me. We need each other. And so Jude here, amen, all of a sudden he wants to bring us back to remembrance because he said, look, there are some that has crept in unaware, amen, false teachers has, has come in unaware of who before was ordained, amen, amen. They had the same way, amen, but now all of a sudden they're coming in to try to change it. You know, Paul even told the church that after his departure they would be those that would come in and try to draw away uh, people after their own lust and after their own way and after their own will. So we have to be aware that the enemy of our soul is always infiltrated, Satan is always infiltrating, trying to get into your home. He's trying to get into the church to create division and cause, uh, you know, the people to, to, to question God and to question God's ways. He's never going to stop trying to deceive us and to try to lead us astray. So Jude here, amen, he says in verse 5, he says, I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. Notice, he says, I want to bring something back to your mind now. He says, listen, you know, he gives us a history lesson here. He, he says, let me take you back. When you go to Acts chapter 7, if you follow Stephen after when, just before he is stoned, what does Stephen do? He takes us all the way back to creation and bring us through. He's laying out history and lessons that transpire, amen, before they kill him to try to get them to look. You need to wake up. Amen. And so this is what Jude is saying here in verse 5. He says, therefore I put you in remembrance. God led them out. He brought them out of Egypt. They could have went into the promised land. But the Bible is constantly throughout the scriptures you find that they could not enter in. Why? Because of unbelief. They did not believe God, amen, that God would take them in. And the writer of Hebrews tells us the reason they did not mix the word that they heard with their faith. Faith comes by hearing, and it comes by hearing the word of God. So when we hear the word of God, we've got to put our faith to that. We've got to believe it. God's Word is true. Jesus says heaven and earth will pass away, but my Word will not pass away. Peter tells us in 2 Peter one twenty and 21, he says, "...knowing this, that no prophecy of the Scripture..." Is of any private interpretation, but holy men of God spake as they was moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. So the Word of God that we have right now, it was ordained by God. These writers, uh, Amen. In this book, Amen. They was led and moved by God to put to pen and paper what we would need to know. So Judas said, "Look, I want you to remember, God brought Egypt, I mean Israel, out of Egypt." And he led them to the promised land, but with many of them, afterwards, he destroyed them. Why? Because they did not believe. This is why Paul writes into the church again in the 10th chapter of 1 Corinthians. He says, I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren. How to all our fathers was under the flood and under the cloud. They all was baptized by Moses in the sea and in the cloud. They all had the same meat, the same drink. He said that with many of them, what? God was not well pleased because they did not believe. See, so that's a wake-up call to us. We've got to believe God's Word. Sometimes it may not make any sense. Sometimes you you might think, well, I don't understand that. But you still have to take it at face value because it has a purpose. Amen. And as the Psalms say, we'll understand it better by and by. Amen. We'll get the answer. God will open our understanding. He will bring us to a clear understanding as we keep walking with him. Amen. It's just like being in school sometimes. When a teacher is teaching to start with, you might not understand it. You might sit there and scratch your head and you might say, Man, I sure hope they don't call on me because I don't have a clue what they're talking about. You know, and and you, you know... And it, it, they say, does everybody understand? And you might raise your hand with everybody else. You don't have a clue just because you don't want them to call on you. You don't want them to look dumb in the class. Right? <laughs> but as time progress and you listen more and you practice more with what they're asking you to do, pretty soon you realize, oh, the light bulb comes on. You get it. And then the next thing you know, you know how to do it. And what happened is now you are encouraged more within yourself because you know how to do it. And so, and as a result, you keep moving forward. You know, it's just like I said, when we come into the church, we don't understand everything. You know, but as we stay with it, pretty soon it's starting to come into refuition. Light bulbs started coming open. You you read something in the Old Testament and then all of a sudden, you, you'll know exactly where it was mentioned in the New Testament. you start realizing how it works together. So Jude says, I don't want you, I want you to remember that God laid them out. Amen. But with many of them, that God... uh Destroyed because he was not pleased. And then verse 6, he says, And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he have reserved an everlasting change unto darkness and unto judgment unto that great day. Uh, they say uh, a, a third of the angels fell when Satan fell. You know, they he somehow tricked them or something, I guess, that they, that they followed after him. And so we have to be aware of these things, that there are going to be people that's going to try to pull you away. There's going to be people trying to deceive you, to tell you you're wrong. You're in the wrong church. You're, you're not in the right place. You don't need to go to church. You don't need to, to do that to be saved. They're going to try to deceive you. Satan is no fool. See, because if he can plant a seed of doubt in your heart, then he knows it's easy to trick you and to lead you away further from God. You have to stay with the Word of God. You have to study, amen, the Word of God. Verse 7, he says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them, and like men are giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering Amen. Suffering the vengeance of everlasting fire. Notice here, Amen. He reminds us of Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, think about Sodom and Gomorrah. You know, they lost everything. They was burned up. And and, and Judas saying here, look, you know, they was an example. If you fornicate, if you go after strange flesh, if you have an immoral life, he says, here's the example of what's going to happen. You're going to burn. You know, everybody don't go to heaven. Believe me. You know, everybody is not going to heaven. There is a hell. (laughs) There's going to be a whole lot of people that's heading there. Amen. They could call it climate change all they want. I believe hell has enlarged itself. Amen. That's what I believe, and that's why it's hot and the, the ice caps are melting and everything else, you know. So that's just me, okay? So, but, but we've got to realize he's given us reminders of, of stories that happen. See, and he talks about Sodom and Gomorrah here. Amen. So we have to be careful. That's why Paul told the church at 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 9, he says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? He says, Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor feminists, nor abuses of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, shall inherit the kingdom of God as such. We're some of you, but you're washed, but you're sanctified, but you're justified in the name of the Lord God and by the Spirit of our God. Amen. So we have to realize, so he's given us a wake-up call here. Praise God. So he's given us two examples that keep our minds focused. He's okay, God brought them out of Egypt. They couldn't get into the promised land because they didn't believe. Now, what's the lesson? God brought you out in the world. Now, if you're going to go into the promise, you better believe. You better believe what God says. Amen. Because God has no problem with taking you out. <laughs> Amen. And then he talks about Sodom and Gomorrah here. He gives, He said, these was the example of those that commit fornication and those that go after strange flesh. Amen. Doing all this craziness and foolishness. So he says, you need to be aware of these things. Amen. Then he goes on in verse 8. He says, Likewise, also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignity here. Amen. Notice, he says they despise the filthy dreamers. they dreaming up constantly stuff to deceive, you know. You know, Solomon wrote back in uh, uh, Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16 through 19, Solomon says, These six things that the Lord hate, and seven is an abomination. He talks about a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, feet to be swift running into mischief, you know, and he goes on, uh, 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 evil imaginations, and he that soars discord among brethren. See, there's many that has evil intentions. That's why with all these computer games and all this stuff and Nintendo games and all that stuff, if, if you stop and look at it, a lot of it is, is evil. You know, it's killing, 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 kill this, kill that, kill this, kill that. And you wonder why your children, sometimes when you take it away from them, they get angry, mad. Because it's put evil constantly into their minds and entered our thoughts. And so therefore, we have to realize these things. Amen. So we have to make sure that we are monitoring as parents to make sure we know what they're doing, what they're looking at. Amen. We have to be cognizant of it because the enemy's goal is to what? Steal, kill, and to destroy. And so we have to be aware of these things. And so Jude says, like one of these filthy dreamers, they defile their flesh. Amen. Despise the mean and speak ignorant, ignorant, or evil of dignity. Amen. They, these false teachers, they they are going to teach you all kinds of false ways and wrong ways and, and to lead you down the wrong path. You know, they're, they're going to tell you, oh, it's okay for you, you know, to, to, to fornicate if you want to. There's, there's a move, amen, because they don't understand God's grace that they think just because God has saved you that you can continue to do what you have always done and there's no need for you to change because the grace of God has been applied to your life. Don't misuse the grace of God. Amen. You need to understand why God gave you grace. Amen. He's trying to get you to the promise. He's forgiven us. He's shown us mercy. Amen. So that we are not perished. That's what Peter says. The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come unto repentance. Amen. But Jude says here, these filthy dreamers, they just keep dreaming up things. Uh, amen. They just keep going after strange flesh. They just keep teaching wrong way. Amen. Amen. As Paul writing to Timothy, he says, as James and James, uh, you know, re- uh, withstood Moses. These also what Resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, reprobates concerning the faith. He says, but they should proceed no further. Amen. We've got to put a stop to false teachers. That's why Paul told the church in Ephesus uh, and the fourth chapter, in the 11th verse, he gave some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into what? The unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. To the perfect man, to the fullness of the statues of Christ, there would be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine. Amen. So he's they us he's given us some wake up calls here. Amen. To help us to be able to understand that we need to stay away from evil. Amen. We are called out of darkness, is what he's trying to show us here. Look, don't let the false teachers tell you it is okay. You know, uh, how many churches you know that the people that go to church on Sunday, but on Saturday, drunk as skunks? Are they out partying and they out doing all kinds of craziness? You know, you think about it. And the the leaders aren't, aren't teaching them against any of it. As I told you before, if the dollar's in the pure pit, the devil's in the pew. So we have to realize we have been called out. This is what he's trying to say. Look, you've had a common salvation now. You've been called out. You've been, what did I say the four things he said? You are servant of God. Amen. you as a servant of God. You are, your lifestyle has got to be according to the word of God if I'm his servant. We've been sanctified. We've been washed. We've been sanctified in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're preserved. Amen. We're waiting for the coming of the Lord. We've been called for a purpose. And so you have to make sure that you stay what God is calling you to be. Don't allow false teachings to lead you astray. Man, we're not all saved. We're not always saved. We're not once saved, always saved. Amen. So we have to be aware of these things. Amen. They're speaking in us evil of dignity and, and stuff. You know, I, I love politics, but I'm, I can't be drawn into it. Amen. Because it speaks evil. It speaks evil of other people. You know, it speaks evil of God. It speaks evil of churches. It speaks evil of people. You know, yes, I you know, I think we should all be aware, but I can't get pulled into it. That where it caused me to do wrong and and not live according to what God's Word tells me to do. That where I start speaking evil of other people. Amen. That's why the Scripture tells you, speak evil of no man, brother. Amen. I don't know the person. Amen. I don't know them one-on-one. I, I haven't sat down with Joe Biden or I haven't never sat down with Donald Trump. I, I don't know them. Amen. All I know is just probably what you know. You hear stuff on the news or whatever. So I can't speak evil of any of them. Amen. But that's what the world does. That's what false teachers do. It leads you down the wrong path. And as a result, If somebody speak evil of you, they're going to speak evil of somebody else. So you have to be aware of that. So we have to, these filthy dreamers, amen. So we have to make sure, you know, you stop and think about Lot. Why did Jesus, all of a sudden, he's teaching, you know, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. (laughs) And he goes right back to teaching what he was talking about, you know. did he do that i mean it just boom right in the middle of the scripture let me see if i can find i think it's luke here real quick let me i think it's luke 21 or either luke 12 one of them 9 17 17 luke 17 my mistake You know, he, he's talking about the coming of the Lord here. He's talking about the second coming here, verse 22 down to verse, uh, you know, 37, the end of the chapter. He's talking about the second coming of the Lord. And then all of a sudden here, he, he, he's, he, he's verse 31. He says, In the day, that day he which shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return. Notice the next verse. Remember Lot's wife? (laughs) You know, it's like, wake up. What happened to Lot's wife? She looked back. You know, she looked back and turned to a pill of salt. You know, because the angel says, look, get out of here and don't look back. And she looked back, and she became a pillow of salt. That's a warning to us. We've been bought out. We've been sent out. So don't look back to the world. Amen. Don't look to go back. Because if you look to go back, you're going to go back to what it was. Amen. So we have to be careful here. We have to make sure that we do not allow ourselves to be drawn, amen, into the wrongdoings of false teachings, amen. So he's trying to give us a wake-up call. Verse 9 in Jude, verse 9, Yet Michael, the archangel, when he contended with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring relic accusations, but says, The Lord rebuked me. You know, I've never read in Scripture anywhere where the devil was fight for moses body you know but apparently he was (laughs) you know why would the devil want moses body did did satan think he was authorized to have moses body because moses smoked the rock instead of speaking to it you know and god told him he was going to leave the children of israel into the promised land did he feel he was entitled to to moses body because you know he didn't do what god said you know we can repent. <laughs> we can get a chance to repent and get it right. Amen. See, so we have to realize. So, so notice Michael. He, did, he he says he didn't bring railing accusations. He just said the Lord rebuke you. You know, remember Jesus told Satan, "Get thee behind me, Satan." Amen. Don't be arguing with the devil. <laughs> you know, don't get in a fight with him. You you ain't gonna win. You know. Yes, we have power over Him. Yes, we have authority over Him. But don't waste your time. You know, sometimes these false teachers and and stuff, you know, don't argue with them. You know, why do I need to argue about Scripture? Uh, Why do I need to debate the Scripture with somebody else? I don't need to do that. Word defends itself. You don't need me. God don't need me to defend Him. <laughs> you know the, the word to defend itself you know, and so therefore i you know I don't get in argument with people about scripture. they ask me what do you think this is what I believe, you know, and that's why I'm standing, you know, so you ain't gonna change me, you come too late you know <laughs> so i I know as Paul says, I know in whom I believe, and I'm persuaded. You know? Yeah, you know, that's the thing, is we've got to be fully persuaded, amen, in this. They, you look at Hebrews 11. They was fully persuaded, amen, that what God says he would do. And so we have to be fully persuaded. So Micah, this, this archangel, we see the names of two angels in Scripture. One is Michael and the other is Gabriel, amen. Micah is a warrior. Gabriel is a messenger, you know, that's why at Christmas time is all about Gabriel. Gabriel, Gabriel, you know. He brings messages of the coming of the Lord. Amen. And Michael, you see him, he's always fighting. He's in the war. Amen. And so they, amen, so we have to realize this here. So, but the call is, he brings us to remembrance. Amen. Now, verse 10, he said, but these speak ignorant of those things which they have not known. They have not, they know not. But what they know naturally as beasts and these things, they corrupt themselves. Amen. So notice, the more you go false, all you're doing is destroying yourself. Amen. A false teacher is only destroying himself. And he's destroying everyone that was listening to him. Amen. Notice what Peter, amen. Go back to Second Peter chapter 1, I meant chapter 2. Second Peter chapter 2 and verse, uh, Second Peter chapter 2, I think it's verse 10 and verse 11. He says here, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-will, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignity, whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. So Jude and Peter here is on the same wavelength, amen, of their teachings and what they are trying to show us, amen. So we have to make sure that we are understanding where they are coming from in their teachings of us. Peter says here, notice, amen. He says in verse number uh, nine, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptation. And to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Amen. But chiefly, them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government, presumptuous are they self-will. In other words, they're they're letting their own self-will pull them further and further away from God. They're not afraid to speak evil of dignity. Amen. They're not afraid to talk bad about God. They're not afraid. Made, amen. To teach and speak against government and those that are in authority and those that are in leadership. He says, Wherefore, angels, which are great in power and might, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these are natural be- beasts. Uh, amen. Made to be taken and destroyed. Speak evil of all the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. Amen. You've got to know what you're talking about. You've got to know the Word of God. You've got to study to show yourself approved of the God. As I said earlier, you've got to know the truth. You've got to know the doctrine of Jesus Christ so that you're not led astray, so that people don't lead you down the wrong path. Amen. They're discre- they already false teachers are. corrupt corrupting themselves. They are destroying their own selves, and they don't even know it. They're speaking evil of things that they don't understand. They're speaking of things uh, that they have no knowledge of. Amen. But if you know the truth, then the truth will make you free. Amen. So we have to realize this in our walk with God. We don't want to corrupt ourselves. The worst person you can destroy is you. Peter goes on here in verse 13, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure riding in the daytime. Spots they are in blemishes, spotting themselves with their own deceiving while they feast with you, having eyes full of idolatry, and they cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and hearts. They have exercised with covetous practice, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the ways of Balaam, the son of Bozor, whose love, the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquities, the dumbass speaking. With man's voice forbade it the madness of the prophet. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with the tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they are lured through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness. Those that were clean escape from them who live in error." While they promise them liberty, they themselves are servants of corruption. For of whom the man is overcome, of the same is brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning." For it had been better for them not to have known the ways of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandments delivered unto them. But it is happened unto them, according to the true proverb, the dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow which is washed is returned to the mire. Notice what Peter is saying. Look, and Judah said, look, they, was, they had this way once before. They know it. But now they're teaching false doctrine. They're teaching falseness. And so as a result, they're corrupting themselves. And it's happened. They've gone back. And so he says when they've gone back, it's just like the dog that threw up is now eating his own vomit. Or the hog that you watched to put in the, in the circus to get the prize is going right back to the mud. I don't care how much you wash a hog. He's going back to the mud. That's where he, he loves. That's what he wants to be in. Amen. Praise God. So we have to be aware of these things. So they're trying to give us a wake-up call. They're trying to help us to be able to see the right way and to walk in the truth that we have been given. Amen. Praise God. Man, time slipped right by me here. Amen. So let's let's stay that we have this common salvation. Let's stay on track with what God has brought us into and God is showing us here. Amen. In these last days, God, we thank you. We thank you again for your goodness, your mercy, your truth. Lord, bless your people and breathe with us this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God.